Today's episode of Locked on Golden Knights is brought to you by Built Bar. Built Bar is a protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. Go to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LOCKEDON and you'll get $10 off your first order. What's up, everybody? Welcome back. For real this time, welcome back to Locked On Golden Knights, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. It is Monday, June 22nd. Your eyes do not deceive you. Uh, There is a new episode of Locked On Golden Knights back in your podcast feed after about two and a half months uh, away, which is not ideal in any situation. But alas, uh, we are here. We are back. And it it is time to get the ball rolling again with this show, because who in the world knows what's going to happen between now and in the next month expected to have hockey back at some point. And if that is the case, then we need to get the ball rolling again. Uh, a little bit more on that in just a bit. But welcome back, everybody. Hope you all are doing well. Hope you're all staying safe, staying indoors, wearing masks, all that jazz. My name is Danny Webster. I am your host. And it is good to be back. Uh, it, it is good to be back. First of all, before we get into the nitty gritty of what we want to talk about first, uh, there are a few people who have reached out wondering where the show is, what has been the status of the show. And honestly, that has really been my bad as far as trying to deliver a product. I, I know I said a couple of months ago that we would try to do as many episodes as we could. Unfortunately, over the course of the last two months, it's taken more of a toll on me mentally than I think I would have anticipated, you know, and and I'm not trying to say that my situation is any different than anybody else's, but when really when you're unemployed for as long as I have been now and just now finally finding the financial resources to kind of get back on track and contribute for my family, it does it takes more of a toll on you than I think a lot of people would anticipate. And I really thought that I would be able to kind of, kind of chug through that. And I, I think I kind of played myself, even if I were to do three shows a week, I don't think I would be able to feel as motivated to come back and do a show. And that's really the God's honest truth. And I know a few of you have reached out wondering the status of the show and checking in. I really do appreciate it. Thank you so much. For those who have sent your messages, uh, your tweets, all all of that is uh, well uh, well viewed, I guess I should say. Um, but like I said, it it took more of a toll on me than I thought it was going to be, and I kind of just went dark for a couple months when it came to the show. Um, fortunately, you know, I have you know great bosses and you know great managers who understand what is going on right now, and when you don't really have that clear focus to really put a show together, it kind of takes a toll on you. And, you know, I, I know that's really not a good excuse, but at the end of the day, I felt that I would be doing everyone else a, a misservice if I did not, or disservice, I should say, not a misservice. That's eh, kind of the same thing. I would be doing everyone in disservice if I just delivered a show a couple days a week and I wasn't giving it my best. And I, and I feel like to me, 
that was important. I felt like that was more important than to just throw a throw a podcast out there and just hope that it would all just be better. But it, after, you know, a lot of self-reflecting, a lot of, you know, clearing of thoughts and whatnot and make sure I got into the right place mentally, I'm more than happy to be back here to deliver this podcast to you. And again, thank you to everyone who's reached out, checked in, uh, making sure that, uh, you know, everything is well, everything is as well as it could be right now, given the circumstances. And again, we'll discuss more of that in the hockey sense in a little bit, but I just wanted to throw that out there and say thank you for all all of you who have reached out. Uh, but before we go any further, usual housekeeping items out of the way first. It's been a while since we had the housekeeping items, but if this is the first time you've stumbled upon this podcast, welcome to you. As this is a daily podcast talking about the Vale the Vegas Golden Good God Vegas Golden Knights here on the Locked On Podcast Network, which you can follow on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or anywhere you get your podcast. Okay, so apparently two months off is going to be a little bit of time to get this thing back in rhythm because you guys know I'm usually snapping right right away and I'm usually off the top of the head with this. Um, you can follow the show on Twitter. I do remember this, at LockedOnVGK. You can follow me on Twitter at DannyWebster21. Or uh, you can send an email to LockedOnGoldenKnights at gmail.com if that does suit your fancy. And, uh, you know, at this point, if you want to send an email, send in your uh, mailbag questions. I'm, we're going to try and ramp up the mailbag as much as we can and get everything going here. Uh, we're going to try and be a little bit more consistent here. So keep that in mind as we're going forward. So uh, let's uh, let's jump into hockey, shall we? we? We've got a lot to talk about. And more importantly first, considering the fact that right now as I'm recording this, it's 4.22 a.m. on a Monday. By the time this goes up, or even by the time maybe a couple hours pass after this goes up, we will have an official announcement from the NHL as to what the two hub cities will be for the NHL when they officially uh, return to play with their 24-team playoff format uh, that they want to get ramped up and running. Uh, Reported by Sportsnet on Saturday, Vancouver is making a strong push to be one of those hub cities. The second one, as has been long reported and has kind of been expected since the pause, since the whole talk of a possible hub city situation, is right here in Las Vegas. Vegas has been long linked as a, as a city for a long time. But the interesting thing about this, especially with the news of Vancouver coming out, is that when Gary Bettman and Bill Daly started uh, or came out with this return to play plan, the idea was that they were going to have probably the Eastern Conference in a city that isn't a host on the East Coast, you know what I mean, like a, like a Pittsburgh, Columbus, places like that. Same with the Western Conference. Like if they were going to have a hub city and if it was going to be Las Vegas, it was more than likely that the Eastern Conference was going to be in Las Vegas, not the Western Conference. With this news that Vancouver is going to make a push as of probably today, it, it, Sportsnet also reported that it is likely going to be announced June 22nd today that the hub cities will be announced. If that's the case... One of the Vancouver Canucks of the Vegas Golden Knights are going to be playing their games in their home arena. Now, if it's in Vancouver, you you go into the possibility of, well, Vancouver's in the best of five against Minnesota. If they were to lose, then maybe it's not that big of a home ice advantage, and then you can roll with the remaining uh, 16 teams, eight, of course, being in the Western Conference. You could roll with them in Vancouver and not have a problem. But... That might not be the case. If that is the case, if Las Vegas is the other hub city, more than likely the Western Conference could be in Las Vegas. 
The only thing you'd have to wonder here is what would that actually benefit the Golden Knights? Now, to my understanding, the Golden Knights would not be in their own homes, which I mean, I can understand that you want to get rid of the home, the quote unquote home ice advantage. Golden Knights would probably have to stay in a hotel along with the other teams during this time period, which I guess you can kind of you, you can kind of offset it in some instance. But as of right now, as of 425 a.m. on Monday, uh, the two leading candidates for the hub cities are Vancouver and Las Vegas. Now, how that plays out, we're going to probably find out if an, if an official announcement is handed down today by the NHL, which reported by Sportsnet, reported by you know other outlets, that is to be the case. And especially given the news from the New York Post the other day that training camp, which is supposed to rev up sometime in July, uh, is set for two weeks, and the teams in the hub cities uh, would uh, disperse onto those hub cities in a month from now. Their hope, according to this report from the New York Post, is that the playoffs would begin July 30th. Which by then, if you were to start July 30th, you're looking more at maybe ending the season, hopefully late September, early October, given how it, given how the situation is. So there is that update. Again, by the time this comes out, by the time this podcast goes up today, uh, there might be an official announcement. There is no confirmation on that as of right now. There might be. And if that is the case, Las Vegas may be hosting some hockey rather soon. So that is good news. But is it a good idea? Is it a good idea with more COVID-19 cases emerging, especially in the recent spikes here in Nevada? We'll discuss that in a little bit. But first, I need to talk to you guys about Built Bar. Now, we talked about it on top of the show. Built Bar, protein bar, tastes like candy bar. Doesn't that sound amazing? Now, how many times have you tried an energy bar? And was just turned away because it tasted weird. It just, it just didn't do anything for you. It, it, if an energy bar is not going to at least fill your stomach in a positive way, why in the world would you even bother, right? But I can promise you this. Bill Bar is different. Not only are these good for you, but they are the tastiest energy bars you will find. It tastes like a candy bar, which I already mentioned, but that's scary and good at the same time. I should, I should say that. There are 16 flavors. There are eight nut flavors and eight without nuts, all covered completely in chocolate. Now, my favorite, because I'm usually like a like a fruit chocolate kind of guy, orange chocolate cream, fantastic. Raspberry chocolate cream, also excellent. And and don't get me wrong, like I'm not a big fan of peanut butter. I know uh, like the whole you know population is a huge fan of peanut butter there's a peanut butter version there's even a peanut butter brownie version and then there's banana nut bread if you're a fan of banana nut bread you can lose or maintain weight is what i'm trying to say all while having a delicious treat all you have to do if you want to try this is go to builtbar.com and use the promo code locked on all one word l-o-c-k-e-d-o-n to get ten dollars off your first order again that's promo code locked on all one word to get ten dollars off your first box of Built Bar. And if you try them out, let them know what you think. They're on Instagram. I believe they're on Twitter, but they're mainly on Instagram. Take a picture, tag them, let them know what you think. And I tell you, you're not going to be disappointed with this. Like, I have eaten, there have been instances where I've eaten two or three at the same time. Like, you're not really supposed to do that with energy bars, but if you're really that hungry and you're in desperate need of, like, a good chocolate bar, this is a good one. And I can promise you, 
you will not be disappointed, especially if you're trying to find the right energy bar. So that's Built Bar, B-U-I-L-T, Bar. Again, promo code locked on. Get $10 off your first box. So now that we have to uh, get excited for the prospect that Las Vegas could be hosting hockey again. And again, if all else goes according to plan, this is a good thing. And when I say it goes according to plan, I'm talking about cases going down and everybody staying healthy. Unfortunately, that's not going to plan right now because cases are going up. People are still dying. People are still scared about what is going on in the world. However, people are also restless about what's going on with this coronavirus. And I can't blame them at the same time. Patience is a virtue. And we're seeing the evidence of that as the days pass. Now, considering the fact that we've had to discuss hockey's coming back, maybe Las Vegas is a hub city. We're talking about maybe a month from month and a half from now, the playoffs are going to be starting. That's going to be exciting. There are still concerns. There are still concerns. And the fact that we started up the show again and the fact that this could all go away by the time this happens is really scary. But let, let's let's look at this. I mean, there are 12 states that have recorded new highs of coronavirus cases in the last few days since a lot of these uh, restrictions across the country were kind of loosened. And that includes Nevada. And you d- now I, I will I'll start by saying this. A couple weeks ago, I was at the reopening for uh, the Red Rock Casino. I was doing it on assignment for gaming today. And, you know, when you I can I can probably tell the story about another time, like my experience going into Red Rock and you know what it's like now going into a casino with all these different things. The one thing that I came away with when I was in there and I was observing Everything is pretty much status quo. When you're going into a casino, it's like nothing has changed. The only difference is that there's hand sanitizer machines and that there's a thermal scanner to tell you how your body temperature is. Other than that, not a lot of people are wearing masks. Not a lot of people are abiding by social distancing. I mean, there have been more than 4,000 new cases in Nevada over the past three weeks. Now, Now, I can understand that... Maybe it's because the testing hasn't been available. The testing that has come in or the results that have come in have been probably a little bit late, so it's a bit skewed. But it's not a coincidence to see that Las Vegas has reopened. More cases have happened. So the rising state total now in COVID-19 cases is more than 12,000. Okay, and it, it, for, for, the, for the better part, since quarantine has happened, Nevada has been solid as far as like low numbers. We're climbing now. It's it's not like Florida, when Florida it's four thousand in three days because everybody just has to go to the beach right now. But for for Las Vegas, considering that number that has spiked in the past three weeks, that's not the best number to see when Las Vegas is being considered a hub city for the NHL's return to play. Now, do I think that the NBA? could have probably had a problem with this? Probably. I mean, if the NBA is growing concerns over what they're doing with Disney World and how Florida cases have kind of ramped up, I don't see how they couldn't have been concerned with Las Vegas. But knowing that a lot of people are not taking the necessary measures to stay healthy, it's a problem. Now, you tack on the news with 
what's happened in the last few days with the NHL. Uh, the NHL releases a statement that 11 players out of 200 have tested positive for COVID-19. The Tampa Bay Lightning had three players and two staff members test positive for COVID-19, and they had to shut the facility down in Tampa. Again, Florida is the key ingredient here, but more importantly, it's the fact that it actually happened. Then, whether or not you think this is important enough, there are a lot of people that are concerned the fact that uh, Maple Leaf star Austin Matthews was one of those players, whether he's one of the, he probably is one of the 11, but Austin Matthews reported by the Toronto sun tested positive. That's another story for another day, but you look at around this and clearly it is concerning. And I'm not even trying to be like holier than that as in get your, get your uh, act together and be more mindful of what you're doing in a public setting. I'm not saying that. But I'll say this. First, wear a mask. Try to stop the spread of COVID on your own accord. And at some point, we will get back to normal. It's going to take a little bit, but we will get back to normal. Second, when it comes to the NHL, I think at this point, it's safe to say that the NHL is going to go forward with this at either rate. There's no doubt in my mind, unless there is a widespread mass infection within the NHL's ranks in either hub city, unless that happens and the NHL can find best ways possible to contain the spread, I think they're going to go forward as planned. Now, is it the right call? Likely not. But if we want to at least ensure that we're going to have a season to conclude now and somewhat of a season in 2020, 2021, then it needs to happen at some point. Is it going to be the right move? I don't know. It, it, it's still risky, but the NHL is ultimately going to have the final say. Now, in, in cases of Las Vegas, COVID cases are going to go up. And like I mentioned in the whole thing with the Red Rock, even with the Nevada Gaming Board coming out and saying that it is required for everybody now to, if you're going out, to wear masks, if it gets to the point where it's now going to become a requirement that you need to wear masks in every public setting to ensure that the spread of COVID-19 is going to qualm a little bit, there, there, there is a little bit of a complication there. And how much of it is, you know, can, can you officially contain it? I guess is ultimately what I'm saying with the NHL. Can you find a way to ultimately contain it? Because there are going to be positive tests at some point. The Athletic did a great piece the other day about, and they talked to players anonymously, about players expressing concern. If a top player, let's say for the Golden Knights, for example, and again, knock on wood if you're a Golden Knights fan, what if, all intents and purposes, let's just say Mark Stone catches covid and the Golden Knights are in a first-round series in a Game 7 against, I don't know, we'll say Vancouver or, or Minnesota, one of the two. And they're in a Game 7, and all of a sudden, Mark Stone catches the coronavirus, or he tests positive for the coronavirus, and now he has to be quarantined for 14 days, and now the Golden Knights have to go into a Game 7 without their top player. You know what I mean? Like that That is a, that is a huge concern if you are an NHL team like how in the world can you essentially contain it at the same time ensure that the players are safe are being safe and at the same time making sure that they are asymptomatic and they're not showing any signs 
You know what I mean? It, it, it comes down to how can you best contain it? How the NHL contains the spread in these facilities. Now, if you're talking about Las Vegas, you're talking about maybe three or four facilities that you can use for game action, practice action, whatever. The league knew and the league knows positive tests are coming. There is going to be there are going to be more players testing positive. There are going to be there's going to be a lot more cases if you open yourself up to this. This is why you know the NBA coming back in a bubble. A lot of people are concerned with that as well, along with other, um, along with other stances and issues that the NBA Players Association is taking on. You know, mostly with racial injustice and things of that nature. But when it comes to the NHL, this is the problem you're diving right into. And if you can assure that the players will be safe, and if you can assure that everyone else in this little bubble is going to be safe, especially when they're going to be away from their families for a month, maybe two months. You've got to crack down on it. And that's, and I think with the NHL pushing forward with this, the fact that they're ready to announce these hub cities, if they are, if they've narrowed it down to two, that you cannot not be concerned about the number of cases spiking and hopefully the number of deaths will hopefully calm down. Hopefully there's a vaccine that will get released at some point. I don't even know if we've hit the full fledged pandemic yet. We're probably going to hit that point. If we keep getting into the hotter months of the year, it, it, you can't not, not be concerned about this. And like, like I said, we could be talking about this as if, you know, we're excited that hockey's going to be back and whatnot, and then come out maybe three days from now after they announce the upstage, well, we're going to have to push it back because more players have tested positive for COVID. And then at that point, it's like, well, we're back to square one. <laughs> you know what I mean? It, it, it just is what it is at this point. So if you're going out in public, just wear a mask. You, you can get one of those little, like, polyest, like, I have a, do I have it over here? Yeah. So I have this mask from Adidas. Let me see if I can get the, is there like the, I don't think it has the actual materials on it, but it's not like one of those disposable masks, right? Like it's, it's a nice comfy mask and you know, it probably costs like maybe five, $10. You know, you can buy a mask that doesn't like, like the only qualm I have about a mask is when I'm wearing glasses and my glasses fog up. And if I'm trying to walk in the grocery store, trying to get some groceries for my family, if I'm wearing the mask and the glass and my glasses fog up, you know, I'm kind of just walking around like a chicken with his head cut off. Like that's my only qualms with masks. But at the end of the day, if we want to get back to normal, if you know, I'm not going to, I'm not going to judge you if you decide you don't want to wear a mask. I'm not, I'm not going to judge you, but don't just don't try and stick it down my throat. That's all I'm saying. Like, like I have, I have seen instances where there have been people that have, you know, worn a mask or not worn a mask and they walk by someone who's wearing a mask and they have to, you know, berate them. Like, what is your problem? What is so difficult about respecting someone else who is trying to stay healthy? And again, you do it. That's your own prerogative. Hopefully you don't get kicked out of a grocery store or get kicked out of a casino, but just, be mindful of everyone else around you is what I'm saying. Be mindful of the fact that there are people 
that want to stay healthy. There are people that want to get life back to normal. And if the, if there's, if that is the way that we need to do it, let them do it. That's all I'm saying. And if that were to happen, and if we come back in what, maybe a month when, if the season does resume, then at least it's taking a step forward to ensuring that we are eventually back to a normal lifestyle. And that could be a miracle. It's kind of kind of overtly saying that, but it could be a miracle. You know what else is a miracle? The miraculous work of the folks at Rock Auto. Now, how many times have you taken your car into a shop or gone into an auto, into an auto, store, auto parts store and the part wasn't there? And you're just like, why in the world can't I find this part? Why is it so difficult for me to get the right you know, taillight or the right windshield wiper, whatever it is, and I can't find it? There's no more agonizing over there. Because the good news is the people at Rock Auto have the parts you need to get your car working as good as new. Now, Rock Auto is a family-run business that has been serving customers for over 20 years. And their catalog is unique. Anyway, I mentioned the like, taillights, you know, windshield wipers. They even have the available carpet for you if, you carpet, if your upholstery has been ruined by, you know, you know your dog or whatever. It, it, it's crazy what they've got. And all you've got to do is go to rockauto.com to see what's available. When you mention how you heard about them, just write Locked On. We're in the little box there that says, where'd you hear about them? And the Rock Auto guys will take care of you. RockAuto.com. And it's got really one of the best jingles I have heard on a commercial ever. Like, you've, you've lived in Las Vegas. You've, you've seen the Rock Auto commercials. You've heard the Rock Auto commercials. You know they are catchy. You know the jingle is catchy. And you've heard of them. Trust me when I tell you rockauto.com they have got you covered in every single way that you need for your vehicle go check them out rockauto.com so here we go i mean we missed what two months of the show things have happened i mean it's not like that i'm neglecting other news that has happened i mean we can start with the recent news of ryan reeves signing a two-year extension uh 1.75 million aav not a bad deal I, I mean, I know there are people there saying, well, Reeves got overpaid too much. I mean, he's making $1 million less than his last contract, which I, I guess is good, considering Ryan Reeves should not be making close to $3 million, but I, but I digress. Um, could have gotten him for cheaper. I mean, Vegas could have gotten him for cheaper. Um, but there have been times Ryan Reeves has outplayed his contract. Like, I'm not saying he's outplayed his contract to like $4 million, but he's played up to par for his contract. Like there have been stints during this contract where he's making 2.875 million where he has played to that level. And for a fourth liner who is getting up there, but you know what you're getting out of Reeves, you're getting physicality, you're getting someone who won't back down. in if you know, the opposition threatens his teammates, you know what kind of guy you're getting. So if you want to have the guy who is George McPhee has always said to keep the flies off the honey, not bad. Not not really that bad. And again, he's done a lot in the community. Like Reeves has done so much in the community. And obviously, you know, he's open to, you know, his brewery and this, that, and the other thing. He's been a valuable voice in the VGK locker room. Not a bad deal. And, and again, you keep a guy who loves to be here for another two years. I don't have any problems with it. Uh, speaking of extensions, uh, Oscar Dansk signed a one-year extension to uh, stay in Southern Nevada next season. Where that is in Southern Nevada, who knows? Right now, 
if we were to go into the offseason where the Golden Knights don't don't re-sign Robin Leonard, we're looking at the possibility of Oscar Dance being the backup goaltender to Marc-Andre Fleury next year. Now, of course, that could all change given the circumstances and whatnot. But if Robin Leonard does not come back right now, your backup goaltender is Oscar Dance. Take that for what you will. Speaking of Southern Nevada, the Henderson Silver Knights are a thing. We've talked about AHL Henderson a little bit on this pod. It, it is now officially a thing. The Henderson Silver Knights will begin play next year at the Orleans Arena. More than likely, it'll be the next two seasons before uh, the Henderson Events Center, which was approved by the Henderson City Council, uh, is officially built and in time for the 2022 season. If I'm doing my math correctly, I, I don't know years, but that is officially a thing. The Henderson Silver Knights are the newest franchise, uh, formerly the San Antonio Rampage, now over to Henderson. And next up, I believe, will be the whenever the unveiling of the team in Palm Springs for the Seattle franchise, which from last I heard, the Palm Springs uh, arena has been delayed, at least for the moment, due to COVID. So... Folks in Palm Beach, if you want an AHL team there, wear your mask. That's all I'm saying. And I know I touched on this in the last show, but I'm going to try and make this. I'm not going to guarantee this, but I am going to try and revamp this NHL 20 franchise that I talked about that I was going to do. Um, Part of it was it's very hard to do like a live stream type of thing when you have a wife and a 10-year-old goddaughter in the same in the same house. And, you know, we live in an apartment, so it's not like I can just go off into another room in the house. It's like, okay, I'm going to lock my room for three hours, just kind of hold off here. Um, I'm going to try and find a way to actually implement that going forward, especially on days where there might not be enough content. Because we've I've gone through two seasons. I have yet to go through the third. But I've gone through two seasons. They've both been fun. I just haven't documented it as much as I want to. So uh, NHL 20 franchise that I mentioned, again, you can go back to the April 6th episode if you want to get an idea of what in the world I'm talking about. Um, That is going to be coming at some point. Maybe I'll touch on a little bit tomorrow if you guys haven't been following that. And if you need a refresher for season three, which I will hopefully like to get going at some point in the near future. And if there's a way we can incorporate it into the podcast, we'll definitely do that. So that is that I think. What I want to do over the course of the next couple of weeks is kind of touch on this news that I have neglected to talk about, especially the Reeves deal, how it impacts VGK, what the deal for Oscar Dance means, does that impede Robin Leonard? Uh, there, there's a lot. There's a lot now to talk about, and especially tomorrow if we come back on and we're seeing uh, that Las Vegas is a hub city, we're we're going to need to talk about it, and we will be here. I will be here. I promise you, we will be here to talk all about that. So. Thank you guys for listening to today. I know it's been a long two months, but I appreciate uh, you all being patient if you, and you know keeping uh, keeping concerned and whatnot. I hope you all are staying safe. Um, if you again, if you want to listen to more of the podcast, you can find it on Apple, Google, Spotify, Stitcher. Uh, download all the previous episodes. Um, if you are on Twitter, make sure you're following the show at Locked On VGK, where we kind of ramping up things there. And yeah. I think that'll do it. So thank you guys for downloading, sharing, listening, subscribing, all of that jazz. Um, And if there is anything else that you want me to touch on on the show, be more than happy to do that. So thank you guys. 
Thank you for your support. Thank you for uh, keeping me in your thoughts. If you if you uh, have cared a little iota about this podcast, I'm very happy to be back. And let's hope that we stay on this steady uh, wave so that if hockey does come back, we will have more to talk about. So thank you guys. Once again, I am Danny Webster. This has been Locked on Golden Knights, part of the Locked on Podcast Network. I will see you maybe tomorrow, maybe Wednesday. We'll figure it out when we get there. But I will see you later this week. Have a good one.